Welcome to Fun on Weekdays podcast. I only have a couple more episodes left until the end of the year, which is crazy. So before the end of 2022, we had to get my girl Kiara Hello. on the podcast. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Oh no, you're good. I was like, what? Hello. Kiara, what's, how do you, what's your full name? What's your background? Do you want my social security number? Yes, please. Okay, and your credit card as okay, well. That's yeah. possible. There's not going to be. Anyway, um, my name is Kiara. Last name Burmeister. Burmeister. Okay, yes. so that's why I didn't introduce you by first and last name because I thought that I might, um, I thought I might butcher it. See, honestly, it's usually like my first name that people are scared of. Like the first day of school was always a nightmare. But the nice thing is I don't know many other Kiaras. And so my whole life it's kind of worked. Like it's just Kiara. I don't, I don't think I know any Kiaras either. You're the only one in my life. Thank you. You take a special place. So Kiara is Connor and Mike. Connor's my boyfriend. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I need to explain myself a little bit because I have no idea who listens to this podcast. Like if they have listened to others, if they know me. Yeah. It's like, wait, who? What's going on? Yeah. My boyfriend has a company called Waterboy (laughs) and over the summer, They decided that they needed to hire somebody. They have been, like, doing so well. It's been really cool to watch um, from the very beginning. And so when they decided they needed an intern, I remember Mike (laughs) sent me and Connor, like, in a group in a group chat, Connor had obviously already seen your application, but he sent it to me, and he's like, what do you think about this girl? And it was a video of Kiara (laughs) on, where were you? Were you in the bathroom? I was in my apartment bathroom, like, sitting on the floor, fully used toilet paper as a (laughs) tripod, because I, like, I didn't know what else to do. It just felt right, so. So you sent them a video. Yes. um, Technically, like, applying to be the water girl intern. Yes. Yes, I love how at this point people just refer to it as water girl. I We really got to get that trademark going. I know, we're taking over. I know, I feel strongly about it. Yeah, so basically what happened, I guess I'll just tell the story of yes. how I ended up at Waterboy. So I was born in Iowa. I went to college in Omaha, Nebraska. And I originally had applied to grad programs and was actually applied and like said I was going to a grad program for an OTD program, which is an occupational therapy doctorate program in Boston. My sister is an occupational therapist. That's amazing. What a turn of events for you. I (laughs) know. What? We love OTs. We love OTs. Um, Yeah, so I was going to go to OT school in Boston, and it was honestly kind of about the month and a half, month before graduation, and, you know, everyone's kind of having, like, that mini panic attack where it's like, wait... I'm not in college forever like this is really scary like I feel like my whole world is like disappearing before my eyes like Mm -hmm. everyone's LinkedIn posts all their jobs oh my my gosh like it's like you want to read it and you're excited but you're also like I can't look like LinkedIn at that point in your life when you're graduating college is the equivalent of going on Facebook like at my age because when I go on Facebook all it is is pregnancy and engagement (laughs) announcements and when you go on LinkedIn in college your senior semester it is just everyone saying what job they got where they're moving to and it can like totally be overwhelming because it's hard to not play that comparison game when you're like I don't know what the hell I'm doing yet yeah you know the thing that was really weird is I had this path I had this like I always say I had this checklist that any like post-grad plan that you have where you have like a grad program or whatever there's a very long checklist of classes you need to take grades you need to have in those classes exams you need to take experience all of this stuff so I had only focused on this checklist like all throughout college 
at the same time, I was really, really involved in my sorority and Panhellenic and my campus's activities, all these things, because that's what truly like fulfilled me and made me feel like the most me. And I learned so, so mm-hmm. much for like that was my outlet, honestly, for all of the time and like science classes I hated, but I just like pushed through whatever. Mm-hmm. So like a month before I like had this like mental breakdown, like honestly, I need to like write thank you cards to everyone in my (laughs) life during that time because every single conversation always turned into like okay you guys like what do you think if I just did this and Mm -hmm. like I'm a career changing Barbie I literally (laughs) like the Barbies that have like a million different like costumes and outfits yeah for all their careers like that was me every other day I'm like guys like what do you think about this job like what do you think about this and it didn't make sense to anyone else at the time but basically I was just looking for something different and so I saw a TikTok, I'll like fast forward a little bit, I saw a TikTok that Waterboy was hiring for an intern. And I was like, ha that's funny. Like, whatever. I, I had watched and followed you and Mike and Connor. So I was familiar with Waterboy and followed them for a while. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Whatever. Keep scrolling. I went to bed. This was the night of the toilet paper video. <laughs> I, I went to bed. And I just, like, couldn't sleep for some reason. Like, you have those weird, like, moments in your life where you're like, I don't really know what's going on right now, but something, like, is pulling me for some reason. And so I walked. It was, like, one in the freaking morning, I'm pretty sure. It was so late. But I was like, what am I supposed to do? I'm like, with the best lighting's in my bathroom. You know, huge (laughs) content creator in the freaking bathroom. Like, okay. So I sat down. I filmed a video talking about me, talking about why I thought, I would be a good hire for them, what Mm -hmm. I thought that I could do for them and the relevant experience that I had that translated. So even me saying at the time, I was like, well, I was a barista at Starbucks. So yeah, if you need help making coffee or whatever, like I can help you like, you know, try Mm -hmm. to keep it a little bit light, not anything too serious. I didn't send them a resume because I was scared that if I send them a resume, they're like, wait, why is this girl applying? Like, yeah, her past experience has nothing to do. Well, it's so interesting this. too because I feel like I was on the opposite side of it, where they would like tell me about people who were applying and just kind of what they were looking for. And I think when you are starting to apply for jobs and you're in college, you have it in your mind that like you have to check every single checkbox of the qualifications for a job or whatever. But I feel like that's totally not true, especially for an entry-level job. And also, I know for a fact that they care so much more about personality and, like, creativity and just mm-hmm. overall wit. Like, they're both pretty right. funny people. Yeah. And it, as soon as you sent that video and I watched it, I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's your girl. Like, absolutely. It doesn't matter if the only experience you had that was relevant was working at Starbucks or whatever or being yeah. in your sorority. Like, I think that personality just shines so much through video and what they wanted was somebody to help with, like, creating content and everything. Right. And, of course, now it kind of led to you. That's crazy. Doing your own thing. <laughs> yeah, so, so crazy. I think the biggest thing, too, is anytime I've ever applied for a job and got into the interview stage, there's been no times where I've interviewed for something. This is so annoying. There's never been a time where I've interviewed for a job. Mind you, this is a retail job. I'm not trying to, like, take over <laughs> Apple. But <laughs> I was like, there's never been times I've left the interview and, like, not gotten – at least a job offer from that Mm -hmm. so I'm like okay I know my interview I know my personality I know whatever the heck is in that is my strong suit Mm -hmm. so I'm like well how do I like kind of skip to that step 
and yeah you're like cut the resume cut the cover letter let's just get to it I'm like I don't you don't need to read like three lines about this and like what I think about the company like I want to like genuinely like show you and I feel like Mm -hmm. that's the thing that's so crazy but also so cool about social media so fast forward I sent the video I also sent them like a mock Instagram feed because their feed was a little interesting um, yes at the time because obviously you can talk but you also want to be able to show a little bit like at the forefront so I took I did this all in the same night so oh my god yeah I yeah <laughs> you're working overtime talk before about, you even started yeah, girl no talk about some hyper fixation oh my god so I made the feed sent it to the DM and just like went to bed didn't think anything of it probably like I don't know it was the weekend of my graduation mm-hmm. when like I guess the guys finally like read the message and Mike asked to jump on a zoom call with me and it was the day before my graduation, I just finished having breakfast with my mom. I was like, mom, I got to go. Like, I didn't even tell her why. I was like, mom, I just really got to go. And she's like, okay. I think she thought I was having like stomach ish. Anyway, I <laughs> was, so I went home. I had the Zoom call. It was super casual, super good. I was like, okay, I don't really know what just happened. I actually have a video on my phone where I'm like, guys, I don't know what happened, but I think I'm moving to Austin. Uh-huh. And I was like, we'll see haha and I just like stopped filming it but it's kind of interesting that I have that it's like I knew um and then I was on my way to my graduation dinner and then I got another DM and just in you know good waterboy fashion it was a video (laughs) responding back to me offering me a job and then I sent another video back like forget texting we don't text anymore we just send videos (laughs) to communicate and so I sent a video back saying that I would accept it and then I think it was two or two and a half, three weeks later, I was here. Mm -hmm. It is so crazy how fast it all happened. Like, I remember it during, it was during the summer, right? Yeah, so I graduated, like, the second week of May, and then my first day was, like, June 3rd, June 4th. Mm -hmm. It all happened so fast, and then you moved from, at this time, were you at... Oh, were you still in Nebraska? I, yeah, or? I was still in okay. Omaha. I didn't even go home. I actually haven't been home since Easter. Okay. So I just like packed up all my stuff in my car. Oh like, my God. Sold my mattress to a girl in my sorority. <laughs> and then just, I drove here over two days. You know what I think is really <laughs> funny? I'm just thinking about like selling your mattress in college because Ugh, we would all. It's not sw- legal. <laughs> no, we would all swap mattresses with each other. Like I bought one from a girl who bought one from someone else who who had it passed down to her. I'm like, oh my God, just think about all the people that have hooked up on your bed. Uh, okay, luckily like, I bought my mattress new. So oh, okay. The girl who got my mattress, she's in good hands. Not me. Been- mine, was, <laughs> mine was like really worn in. I mean, it was so comfortable, but it, it was painful to think about all of the shit that's probably yeah. in the- oh it's so gross <laughs> I can't I can't okay, but-, but honestly like think about how many mattress pads and like covers and stuff or did you did you have them yes of course okay. I had a mattress pad <laughs> oh my gosh no you think I'm sleeping on the mattress I don't raw know. <laughs> <laughs> no okay this, you probably can't really see my outfit because I'm sitting on this couch but I wanted to show you that I am rocking oops I'm rocking a full Macy's outfit today. I thought it was fitting because Macy's is the sponsor of Fun on Weekdays. So my sneakers, my sweatpants, and my sweatshirt, they are all Reebok. And I will link these on my landing page on Macy's. It's macy's.com forward slash F-O-W. Macy's has all your favorite brands and so many gift ideas for you this holiday season. So check out my list, macy's.com forward slash F-O-W. 
you were one of four, well, now five employees. And what is your day-to-day? What do you do now? Yes. So my day-to-day, I'll first start off with my first- we have to talk about you being you being an intern and then the full oh, full time. Yeah, too. that was interesting. So at the beginning, I was an intern. They told me they're like, Kiara, this this can be whatever you want it to be. I'm like, what does that what does that mean? Like, do you want me to like take your clothes to dry cleaning? Like, are we yeah are we, are we doing like personal assistant yeah. or like what realistically does this look like? And I think so, they probably would have been okay with that. No, I know <laughs> they're gonna like hear this and be like, oh, hey, Kiara, no. Um, so it kind of started off with just a lot of random. I like to say my internship was a lot of, I was kind of the glue. So there was a lot of really good, strong, like, building blocks. But obviously, mm-hmm. they don't stick together if you don't have, like, the glue to fill them in. Mm-hmm. And so my responsibilities kind of looked like, I don't want to say anything they didn't want to do. Because that kind of, like, gets way too much into just, like, your stereotypical intern. Because it really yeah. wasn't. No, but, but it's kind of true. Yeah. I mean, so at the beginning, it was kind of, like, all customer service like random like back like things had just gotten like so like backed up through like Mm -hmm. instagram dms and then also trying to navigate like these different events that we're doing because as much as i'd love to say that mike and connor arts and crafts guys (laughs) they're not and so when you have to have like a more fast or very specific kind of like turnaround on something you have to kind of have someone there to figure it out and also execute it. So we had like a couple different um, events over the summer, which were like happened to both be pool parties. Um, <laughs> those are fun. So <laughs> not the pool parties. <laughs> yeah, the pool parties were an interesting, interesting time this summer. It's like at this point you uh, insert the photo of Mike jumping into the pool. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, anyway, um, the pool parties. So what that means basically was we have these different events that we also like sponsored. So there's different things where it's like you can sponsor an event, but you kind of want to be able to engage with the people at the event like an, a, basically a brand activation. Mm-hmm. So there's different logistics that kind of have to be figured out, which is like, what are you setting up? What are you doing there? Do, what, what content? What content? Yeah. What supplies do you need? And so kind of someone kind of needed to be there to kind of be like, hey, this is what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. This is what I need from you to do that. And here's like an organizational system that maybe we could like try mm-hmm. to put in place. So that's kind of what it all looked like in the beginning. So it was just us three, June and July, and Chloe started in August. So let me tell you, I have one sister, and so I have never been – I have a boyfriend, but I have never been around two (laughs) men, like, consecutive – For so much time. So much time, and I was like, is this what it's like to have brothers? Like, I I don't know. And, like, we – I've learned a lot, I'll tell you that, but also, like – I was not prepared for certain things. Like, I was like, this is like having two older Wait, brothers. We need the tea. What? Like, what? So, I always joke that I felt like I was on, like, a real-life episode of Drake and Josh. Like, I <laughs> felt like I was Megan at the beginning. You were Megan. At the beginning, I was just kind of like, okay, like, just absorbing so much, like, information, whatever, like, weekend mm-hmm. recaps stuff like that and I'm oh like, yeah you get the weekend debrief and that's how that's oh. how you find out a lot about people yes is everyone Ever. telling their drunk stories yeah you really learn a lot and so it started with stuff like that and then eventually it kind of got fun as I like continued to get to know both of them so much more I felt more like Megan in the sense where like my for example would maybe be telling a story I'm like Mike this kind of sounds familiar and he's <laughs> like what I'm like didn't didn't we just do this like the, the other weekend or didn't just 
just this happened or like I don't want to say like calling them out but kind of like what you would do maybe with like a brother or a really good guy friend where like they say something you know them yeah. so well you're like can start joking with them you're like dude what like it's banter yeah exactly and so that's when it really started to be like really fun to kind of be like kind of like build that friendship but also mm-hmm. kind of be able to like feel a little bit more confident because it is really overwhelming as like an intern you feel like you're always trying to prove yourself mm-hmm. and so I was like okay like I can at least like participate at a more fun interesting like conversation level now yeah so definitely. yeah that was that was the summer and then kind of moving in to full-time it was really an, actually an interesting conversation how it happened I <laughs> hmm, how do we want to tell this story I'm like I don't think I know this part of the story yeah and so the interesting part is I was feeling really anxious about it for some reason I felt mm-hmm. like I hopefully had exceeded like all expectations that they had had and I feel like we were really making good strides we were sending PR boxes for the first time kind of like actually managing like all of our influx and like inflow of like message requests, whatever mm-hmm. things like TikToks were like doing what, like it felt like we were like on an upwards trajectory, but mm-hmm. there always is kind of be that like back of thought in your mind. Like, okay, like could I have done more? Like could I have done more, 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 more. Mm-hmm. And so I like literally was mentally preparing myself. I'm like, <laughs> I, I don't have a job. Like I don't have a job. <laughs> I need to like go down the street and like go to my most like local, like, smoothie shop and like (laughs) go back to starbucks yeah probably (laughs) so i was like i need to figure something out like i don't have a job or whatever and i just like it's so crazy how like that self-talk can be the best thing for you but also can be really really scary sometimes Mm -hmm. and so kind of what had happened is i was sitting in the office one day and I, I don't even honestly even remember exactly how it happened but basically something on the lines was when i was sent my offer letter it was only from like it was only for the summer mm-hmm. and so I think I said something along the lines of like not working at Waterboy anymore or something like that yeah you're like trying to put a feeler out there I know well the thing is I was trying to throw feelers out for weeks but the thing yeah. about just honestly men, in, men general, in general feelers don't exist like you have to be way more clear and direct in your conversation especially too at work because there's mm-hmm. not that act of trying to like No one's looking for the feelers anywhere. Right. And so what had happened is I think I honestly, it was something along the lines of Mike's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that we already planned on that. And I was like, huh? And he was like, yeah, like we just like already planned. We're just like me and Connor talked about it. Like we're just going to like transition you into full time. And then like we'll (laughs) we'll figure out like exactly your job title. Like once it feels like more like a good time to like think exactly like what it is but we're still trying to figure that out now but like we already like planned on that like and you're like oh wait I thought you were saying yeah we already planned on that as in you leaving no like no planned on hiring me full-time oh okay okay they just like forgot to like to tell the person yeah (laughs) that was just assumed that you'd want to stay with them yeah I I guess so like I I don't really know what was happening so I honestly they're like I was like oh cool Right. Exactly. Well, I feel like that's kind of, it kind of loses the excitement of getting like your first full-time real job out of college. Yeah. You you have this, like you get an email or you get a phone call or whatever it is. And I'm sure it was probably a really happy moment for you, but also like a, come on, can we make this like a little bit? I know. I was like, okay, cool. But the thing that was interesting about it, which this is a real tea. I actually (laughs) have been full-time since 
like August. Yeah. And so, but part of that too, like you were saying, there wasn't like that thing. So honestly, like my closest like friends, family, whatever knew, but besides that, like I wasn't out there like posting really anything on social media that's like hi I have a job because I'm like well my friends have been working like they've been working for like months like yeah they've had their job like the LinkedIn season has passed <laughs> like this isn't the time for me to be like by the way like guess what me over here so I just I just honestly didn't say anything and then the funny thing about social media is there's there's not always if you don't say it right there they're just maybe assume that it doesn't exist yes and so <laughs> there started to be a really heavy like push of like wait Kiara's not full-time Kiara yeah people full-time. bullying well not bullying but they're like <laughs> hire Kiara right now I know and I mean obviously like thank goodness this all happened after because it's like I always want to be hired because it felt like a good feel not because I love the people who are supportive but not because people are like you know like death threat you know threatening yeah. people um and so there was a lot of comments were like oh my god we're like we never address this and I was like well honestly how I started full-time was so nonchalant like I agree. Like, let's, let's up the ante. Like, let's like make this, I kind of, I guess like have my soft launch. Yeah. I was like, let me have my moment just like a little bit later on. And so one day I was like at my desk, I was like, I am putting a PowerPoint together on Mm -hmm. why I should be hired full time. And let's just like, since we already know I'm hired full time, I have more confidence to actually say certain things. Uh And so I made a PowerPoint and I posted that video on my Waterboy intern girl page and um yeah people people were a big fan of the video I loved it so it it made me happy and we had a fun time like doing the powerpoint presentation and stuff but they neither of them had seen the video at all so they had no idea what to expect okay so they were both like pretty nervous like what are you what are you doing yeah are you gonna call us out are you gonna (laughs) yeah no so it it was pretty fun it was good so yeah that was nice too and it it was fun too there was a lot of like people reach, reaching out to me and they were like oh like congratulations yeah and it's like one of those things when it's like someone tells you happy birthday like the day after or before your birthday mm-hmm. and you're still like are so happy that they reached out but you can't be the one to right. tell them yeah I get that though like you didn't get to really soak in your moment but I mean we're all so happy that you're full-time Connor tells me all the time how much he loves you he's like Kiara is like my little sister <laughs> but also treats me like she's my mom too like she's so caring and thoughtful but also (laughs) I feel like this sense of you know like he Mm -hmm. wants to take care of you like protect you make sure you're good because from our standpoint you're this like girl that just graduated college Mm -hmm. and you're moving to Austin and I'm like I can't help but think what the hell are her parents thinking when you told your parents you're gonna go work for Waterboy this like startup company yeah there's two guys that run it like what were their thoughts because my parents would be like okay, what are the benefits? What's, you know, mm-hmm. what's your insurance going to look like and all yeah. those things. And obviously some of those things don't come along with working for a startup. Right, exactly. So when I first told my parents, at first of all, like with everything is they were kind of, they knew like how, I guess, like unsure I was about like what I was going to do. But I, I didn't like say no to grad school. I deferred it. So what mm-hmm. that basically means is, hey, I'm not going to come this upcoming August, but I can come next August. Just like I'll have like a year basically. And so I kind of like pitched it, I guess, to them as, hey, I like really need to do this like for myself. I need to do something else. Mm -hmm. I need to like try this out, whatever. And then from there, we'll see what happens. We'll do like kind of like a check-in point and see like how we're doing with that. And so when I told my dad, 
if I remember correctly, he was he was definitely a little confused. But my dad has always been he's really relaxed. So I feel like he knows if anyone's like gonna be like the hardest or most critical or like very like nitpicky details, it's gonna be me. And so he honestly was very trusting in me knowing that honestly, like I, I had thought this through and made a decision. Mm-hmm. I was like, hey, here's my rent. Here's this. Like, he's just kind of like a numbers dude. Like if you're like, hey, mm-hmm. I have enough money to pay my rent. I have enough money to get my groceries. I'm going to be okay. And this is why he was very like, okay, cool. Like whatever. And you know, good for you. Shout out. That's Rob. good. <laughs> yeah. That's good that they were supportive of it yeah. because obviously moving to a new city after like you and I were in the same boat right mm-hmm. after we graduated, you might've had like a month or however much time yeah and then you just come here and it's like oh my gosh you just start a life and all of a sudden you're living downtown in an apartment like alone and it can be very very overwhelming for sure not Mm -hmm. only for us but also for our parents too because oh my god just thinking about my parents dropping us off they're like so what are you gonna do I'm like I don't know I'll find friends somehow (laughs) yeah that's kind of what happened I also like I was like hey yeah I'm going on my way to meet up with someone for dinner and my mom's like, oh, like, how'd you meet them? I'm like, social media. She's like, like, huh? I'm like, yeah, like, I've never met this person, but I'm walking to a restaurant right now to get dinner with them. Like, I hope hopefully it goes well. Like, I, I don't really know. But I don't know. I think, again, I don't, I, honestly, I don't even want to know what's, like, gone through my parents' head at some point. But I think the biggest thing is I also am, like, really transparent with them with things, like, I'm struggling with with it, too, because – if I'm not, they're probably thinking I'm literally insane. And yeah. so I'm also like, yeah, this has been kind of hard lately. Or I like called my mom, like, how did you come home from work and cook dinner every single night? Like, how in the world did you do that? And for two people, I know. extra people, I'm like, I don't even want to cook dinner for myself. Like, what? How I are know. you doing this right now? It's, it's definitely right after college, I feel like it kind of hits you. That it's just so hard to take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, why is just making a meal so taxing? Yeah. Like, it, it takes time. It takes thought. And it really makes you appreciate your parents more. And you also have a boyfriend. Yes, I do. Long distance <laughs> boyfriend. Yes, long distance. Tell long us about Carson. Yes. So, my boyfriend and I started dating sophomore year of college. We were friends all freshman year. And we have been doing long distance since I moved to Austin. The like big jump and like how soon everything happened also was like news to me just as much as it was news to him. So like we really didn't even have time to mentally prepare. I don't even know if you ever really can mentally prepare, but we just, I just moved. And so there was a lot of like different feelings with like graduation and all this stuff happening. And it just happened like so abruptly and I was scared. So I was just like putting on like my (laughs) uh, like front and I was like yeah it's gonna be great like I'm so excited like did not show an ounce of fear in my eyes like I was like yeah I like the first day I was ever in the state of Texas was the day I moved here like I (laughs) just like showed up like I didn't even google Austin you didn't even know if you were gonna like it no my dad was one who told me what Austin city limits was like I hadn't I knew nothing like I knew literally nothing so crazy so um long distance has definitely been interesting at first it was really 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 hard just because especially towards the end of the semester I was spending so much time with my boyfriend because he's like was also part of my college friend group Mm -hmm. and so like I was just so used to having him just like in honestly so many different aspects of my life and then all of a sudden it was like three two one overnight like yeah there's just no not no one like obviously we still communicate but there is a difference in like being in person and so we've seen each other like every single month since I've moved 
to Austin. He's been here three times. I've been there once, and then we actually just spent Thanksgiving together in Colorado. And I think, if anything, we were actually talking about this today, like, right before, because I, like, texted him, I'm like, I'm going on a podcast. Like, I don't know what's happening. We might talk about you, Carson. I know, I know. He was like, what? I'm like, it's fine. And he's like, okay, have fun. You got it. And the biggest thing that we've talked about is this whole time we've grown so, so, so much. And I feel like the biggest thing we were talking about today was I was like, I don't feel like either of us have ever felt, I mean, obviously you miss a person and you like want to experience stuff with them, but I don't think either of us have ever felt like we're on the sidelines. I feel like we're both making like really good strides like together Uh and his career that he's doing um, in Omaha. And then for me here, neither of us really knew what to, I guess, expect. Right. And so, like, the fact that we've both been doing so good and our communication has gotten so much deeper and obviously everyone's like, well, how do you talk to someone every day? Like, what are you supposed to talk about? Yeah. But when you literally can't physically be with someone to go do stuff with them, like, you really kind of get into the nitty-gritty of, like, every single conversation topic you could ever think about. Yeah. And so I feel like as difficult as it's been, we've done a really, really good job with, like, navigating that. And kind of we also have, like, a really good plan of, like, how we can – our past can, like, come back together. Mm -hmm. So probably, like – Late spring, early summer, he'll be moving to Austin. Woo! I know. <laughs> I know. Exciting. I know. I'm so excited. I've been the big. Oh, my God. I know. I'm really, really excited. I've been the biggest person to be like, honestly, I was really selfish when it came to my career choices. And so. Yeah, like, I, you don't want to give up what you want to do. Yeah, and so I was like, and I don't think you should either. And he loves, love, loves his job so much. And so I'm like, I, like, I don't want anyone to ever give up something that they love or honestly, like I think the biggest thing is like, I would never want there to be like any resentment. I'm like, I want this to be a hundred percent like your thing. And that's why he came to Austin three times a summer. He's like really feeling it out. Like, yes, I may have like picked some things I thought he would have liked and like <laughs> taken him to some restaurants. Like, and not anyone just gets up early in the morning to go to a sports bar downtown on a weekend. Like, I was a little, that was some commitment. Yeah, I was a little strategic, but the biggest thing, honestly, is just like I've always wanted him to be like his happiest too. Because, I mean, when you're in a relationship, like the other person's happiness, like, is just as important. And so that's been really like Aww. important thing. Wait, that makes me so happy. Yeah. So I mean, as he's always, always, always been my biggest cheerleader. So I want to be his too. And so. However long that takes, it's not really a matter of, like, if. It's just, like, when. So I just find peace in that. And Yeah. yeah no, I think that's really good. To. I think that's really good advice or just, like, a really nice thing for people to hear, mm. especially people that are dealing with a long-distance relationship right now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like because you guys obviously had, like, a healthy relationship and you both also wanted your own happiness, like, and you weren't so um, – what's the word? You weren't prioritizing, like, each other's – do you know what I mean? You're prioritizing yeah. your, your own lives, but like together. Yeah. And that really, I feel like allowed you to kind of explore your life in Austin and become who you want to be. Like oh, who is sure. Kiara, you know, your first full-time job, you mm-hmm. know, who you actually are. Because up until literally this year, like so many decisions were made for you, where you went to school right. and what you studied and up until now, like, you get to build exactly what you want. And I think it's great that you guys have done so well aside because 
you're not like putting the pressure on, oh, we have to move to the same place or I have to give this up. You have to give that up, right. you know? Yeah. And I think the biggest thing too, uh, that I've realized like post-grad is there's so many different like layers. And I say like, I always use the word like lenses that you have like in your identity. So you have like who you are as a college student, maybe who you were mm-hmm. in relation in your sorority, who, like what kind of friend you are, like what kind of family member, like other interests you have, like who you're dating, like what you have all these different pieces of your identity. And so when you graduate, there's so much more than that happens in just graduating because now you have your identity now, not as a student that you've had your whole life. Yeah. So that changes now, like your whole set of friend and your identity as a friend shifts, your communication with your family shifts. Like there's all these different, like really, really, really big changes. And mm-hmm. so for that, like when you're trying to figure out who you are, your identity is already so, so overwhelming. And right. so like w- the thing is too, is like, I like, got to kind of like settle in in Austin figure out like who am I and that's been like a really really big thing like everyone's trying to figure out no one ever like has it figured out by any means but like I think sometimes like it might be more comfortable to like just fully want to like lean into your relationship and as much as like I think that's really important I think like me and Carson have talked about this like we've been able to really like establish like pretty firm like who we are and like what's important to us and like our habits in our everyday life and like our friendships and what we want that to look like Mm -hmm. and then on top of it like the cherry on top is like our relationship and we get to come back together and stuff so like when we are together it like feels like nothing's ever changed but it also feels like really exciting and it gives me like a lot more like something to look forward to I guess when we do move together because it's like kind of when you're both pretty strong people together mm-hmm. or separately yeah separately like when yeah. you're together it's like even better but yeah definitely the transition out of post-grad is yeah can be overwhelming so oh, for sure I like what you said about how there's all these like different lenses mm-hmm. of who you were or whatever and I think when you graduate and you start a job or you move to a new city I mean I think because we both moved to a new city yeah. after college it's so hard to talk about the experience of like staying where you were before mm-hmm. because it might not feel like you have a new lens, yeah. you know, because you are still in the same environment. It's so much easier to have a new lens when you're in a different place ge- geographically. Right. But I do think that like, at least for me trying to find that lens. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, like I found that through literally exploring Austin, like having fun on weekdays. Like that's how this all started. And it's mm-hmm. so crazy now. Cause when I look at, when I started fun on weekdays, I look at it in a different lens, right? Like, who I was at the beginning of it is different than who I am now. But all of those things like kind of piece together oh, and yeah. lead you in the right direction of who you're right. supposed to like become yeah. not to get all philosophical. No, on but, you. <laughs> it, no, but it's so true. And I think like the biggest thing that I feel like, even if you like just graduate college or wherever you are in your life, like things are always going to look different. And like, instead of thinking like, oh my God, like my whole life is just so different now or oh, this is really overwhelming. And like, it's really, really easy to like jump to those thoughts, but like break it down into like that lens. So if it's with specifically with your family and if those relationships have shifted, then you could be like, okay, well that just looks a little bit different right now and mm-hmm. that's fine. And then we can adjust like just there. And it's like, this isn't my whole life crashing down. It's just right. maybe <laughs> just like a really like small portion. And so it kind of is nice to be able to kind of like categorize it down and then just look at it there and also understand that, hey, there's like a lot of different parts of me that makes me me. And so it's okay if some of them are changing and it's a little mm-hmm. bit overwhelming. Like there's a lot of different moving pieces and that's okay. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I love that for you. Uh, but honestly, I love that for you. like 
as much as I'd love to be like, yeah, I did this and it's great and it's fabulous. Like there's parts that suck too. Like everyone knows that. And it's also like the people and who you surround yourself with is so much. Like I remember when I met you and Connor for the first time. First of all, you were a lot shorter than I thought you were. Everyone always says that. Maybe because you were next to Connor. I don't I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, but remember we we measured ourselves at the office. Yeah, I am five three and a half. Let me just say there is a half there. I'm five four. I'm only an inch half an inch. Right. Taller. I know. But I was like Jonah's so short. <laughs> I, I know. I don't know what it is. But the nicest but. thing I think was you are exactly how like I thought I guess you would be. Like oh, I, that's so sweet. I think you're exactly, you're just as kind. You're just as humble. You're just as like energetic. Like there's no, there's no difference. And so I think that's a really scary thing too. I, oh, this is, I think you'll like this. I told my parents because <laughs> they were nervous. I go, guys, their whole company is on social media. If my life yeah. and my job <laughs> and my day to day is so bad, like you're you going to know, it. <laughs> you would know. And I like not saying it as like a threat, but like realistically, if so, if things were so bad, like I have just as much power, if you will, to post something about it. Yeah. If I'm if something were to happen, like totally. The, their whole life's on social media, so I'm like, just just keep an eye out. Like we'll be good. <laughs> like we'll be good. But yeah, I think the people you surround yourself is also really important. So like you guys and Mike and Connor, like just being who you are, honestly helped. Mm-hmm. Like my transition so so much too, because I'm like I'm okay. Like I'm gonna be okay. Like the people around me are they're normal. We're good. <laughs> like it's fine. So. Yeah, well, it's so sweet because I feel like they really did kind of like take you in, and get, I oh do God, feel like yeah. there is like a little sense of a, kind of a family. It sounds cheesy to say, yeah. but you know what I mean. Like that's oh. probably super nice to have just the support, and also, I mean, if you watch someone online and you feel like you know them, and then and then you come here, and then you really do feel like you know each other. That's kind of how I felt when I saw your video. I'm like, yeah. oh, I can tell that she has a good sense of humor. I can yeah. tell that she's going to be, like, very sweet. And I think that familiarity definitely helps with, like, the transition. Right. We have a couple <laughs> minutes left. I wanted to ask you yes, about working with Mike and Connor. Oh. Okay. <laughs> the fun and juicy stuff. Let's get into it. Okay. So just keep in mind, like, they we're just going to say, like, they're not listening. You can say whatever you want. So – between the two, yes. If you were going, if you were like in a horrible situation mm-hmm. and it's an emergency and you need to call someone, who are you going to call, Mike or Connor? <sighs> and like, it's life or death here. Life or death. Okay, this is hard because there's one person, there's one boss in mind mm-hmm. that would definitely like figure it out, or whatever. But there's another boss that answers their phone okay I literally knew you were gonna say that so if I wanted someone to like it's help me like through a situation (laughs) I would I'd call Connor just because I feel like he is very if you give him a problem he's gonna want to fix it like right away he's gonna figure it out and he also stays calm he's very calm he is very calm and so I think like for me I need someone like if I'm panicked I need someone to be calm and like get me through it whatever but I will Mike tell will you, answer. Mike will answer his phone. It doesn't matter what time of the day it is. It doesn't matter how many drinks he's had. This man will answer the phone. So I will I will give it to him on that. Um, he's yeah. responsive. Yeah, he, he'll pick up the phone. He's always, always, always on his phone. So if he doesn't respond, he's, it's probably, it means something because okay. he's always on his phone. Who is funnier? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I like I don't want to say it because 
he's gonna have such an ego boost from this who if i say mike you think mike is funnier oh sorry oh. Connor. <laughs> he's a, it's okay it's okay. We'll go on. Who's taller? <laughs> Connor gets a win. There oh, we go. Woo-hoo. Woo-hoo. I will say, I, so Connor and I share a desk in the office and Chloe and Mike share a desk in the office. Honestly, it, it's a really good thing because I am the kind of person, like once I'm working, I really want to stay focused. I don't want to be distracted. Mm-hmm. I, I love to talk, but I, I don't want to talk. Like I need to stay focused and Connor's the same way. And so usually like when I take my headphones off, or if there is like a natural breaking conversation, like we'll have conversations about different things. I, my undergrad was, one of them was healthy lifestyle management. Connor's really into health and wellness. So we'll yeah. have random conversations about stuff like that. And so it is really nice. Like Connor's really honestly a good, a good table mate, a good, yeah. I don't, I don't really know how to say that. It sounds like kindergarten, but no, it's okay. Yeah. He's a great person to share a table with. I feel like he kind of matches the energy, stays calm, is always like checking in like he's very thoughtful and Mike is definitely entertaining but sometimes I'm just like dude I need like, like just be quiet like <laughs> yeah I'm like I we need to like social distance right now like you're great but like I just I need a little bit of room yeah he's definitely fun I if I want to like get up and take a break I'll get up and like walk over to that table yeah there's definitely always something going on which is super funny super fun like always like I'd say Mike's kind of your your weekend friend or that friend that you would maybe call if you're like really needing someone to like mm-hmm. just like forget Fuck. anything bad happened and just laugh. So Kiara, I have a question. Ask away. Okay, so <laughs> a little bit ago there was a TikTok that was going around mm-hmm. and it said don't sleep with your coworkers or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. So is there any romance happening in the Waterboy office that I should know about? The only romance that is happening is between our mascot and Mike, honestly, really, he, like they just they love each other. Danny Drip and Mike. Okay, no, no office romance. It is really, really interesting. Kind of the response. Obviously, we know what's a joke and what's not. Yeah, and because we kind of a lot of our content is on that line, you get a lot of interesting responses. <laughs> but there's no romantic things. No, nothing going on in the office okay it's not that I know of aside from like maybe Chloe's dog Lottie and our dog Quincy yes. those two Quincy yeah. was in there one day and he was like there was something going on there. up a storm yeah <laughs> he can come back maybe <laughs> maybe next year oh my gosh okay a couple <laughs> other questions yes um what are your like pet peeves for the two of them if you had to say one pet peeve. Okay. One pet peeve. Because I know you got a lot. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, everything isn't always sunshine and rainbows. That's what we post. But obviously, just like any other work environment, there's going to be things that yeah. aren't your favorite about everyone. And they could say the same thing about me, I'm sure. Maybe. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so I think a pet peeve for Connor, as I mentioned earlier, we do share a table. <laughs> this man, Uber Eats, as if he's hosting a Super Bowl party. Oh, he I know. orders everything which is great I'm really happy for him that he can do that but sometimes obviously it doesn't matter if you get a sandwich or if you get three meals you're gonna get the same size bag and so sometimes <laughs> it looks like we just went shopping um at food establishments by our table uh-huh. um so that's my pet peeve all the for, bags for me it's the empty water jugs it's not that as oh much. Oh my gosh. This man drinks like these giant gallons of water from Whole Foods every day. Yeah. Which also like water is water. Well, to I, me, got, I got a water machine. 
the office. I know, but no one uses the water machine. Now we do. Oh, you do now? Because I, I got water jugs. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Interesting. You need to get a water jug in your house. Yeah, we a wa- should. A water jug dispenser. We should because those freaking jugs of water are everywhere. Yeah. Okay, so, and your pet peeve for Mike. <laughs> Where to start? No, I'm just kidding. Let me get the list. I'm kidding. No, um, it's, it's all love. <laughs> I'm kidding. My pet peeve for Mike is that he... Hmm. How do I word this? He's a he's a little bit of an over-explainer. And I, I will give him credit because... It's his, it's partly his business. So obviously you have like a sense of like, it's like your child, you got to take care of it, whatever. But it gets to the point where he's the kind of person to be like, we need to be really efficient in our time use. But then like half of the time is like explaining the task. But I do understand (laughs) trust is something that takes time to be built. Um, So it's gotten a lot better, at least. Yeah, it's gotten a lot better for me. Um, But he, he'll let you know every single detail of how and yes. why and everything. <laughs> so he's a bit of an over explainer, but there could be worse things. He really is. He like he really is. I do respect though the fact that like he always has an idea about something. Oh, for sure. He's the, always contributing. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, just the fact that like they've built Waterboy to what it is, like up until what it was before you joined, before Chloe joined, it's like just crazy the growth they've had in over a year. Mm-hmm. And uh, it does make me like really sentimental to think about just oh. like watching them do that. It's oh. like a really sweet thing to watch. And I'm yeah. sure that's a great thing. I mean, all things aside that are annoying about just any other job is that like you get to be a part of something that's so cool. Mm-hmm. And one day, like years from now, one year from now, mm-hmm. If and when they they ever have the opportunity to like sell the company, like you have, I mean, you helped build that. Like you're in such a cool position. Yeah, it is. It is really cool, and it's really gratifying being able to like see that and hit those milestones. And the thing is, is like even though technically like they're the bosses and it's their company, it really is like everyone all hands on deck, Mm -hmm. like all in it, which is really, really, really cool. And it is like also there's certain things that like you have like tasks that are like instant gratification long-term gratifications and working at like a startup there's so many moments where like things kind of come like back like full circle and you're like oh my god like we did that or even like probably how you felt like recently like with your launch Mm -hmm. of your flavor it's like oh my god like we were looking at random design Mm -hmm. files and like nitpicking all this stuff and now it's like gonna be in somebody's hands like yeah to actually like have and like that that's just so crazy to me it sometimes is a hard idea to conceptualize for sure absolutely for sure um well that kind of concludes everything for this episode i had so much fun getting to know you oh you Ah. know what's coming wait should we do the questions on my phone oh you have questions yeah oh okay yeah let's answer the questions oh my gosh i don't even know i haven't even looked at this so i don't even know what questions there are okay so kiara asked on her story she said i'm going on jenna's podcast hey any questions you have all right let's see what's going on okay is it hard working in an environment where everyone feels like friends not your boss Mm, that's Mm. a that is a good question. I think it can be hard sometimes. It has, I think, more benefits than negatives. But just like any other friendship, relationship, whether that's like your significant other, boss, employee, best friend, like you just have to be clear and communicate. Yeah, like there's boundaries. Yeah, you for have sure. to, you, and you have to be really clear and like set those. Otherwise, it just is kind of 
whoever decides what. And so it can be difficult, but it has more positive than negatives. That was a good question. Favorite boss, Mike or Connor? (laughs) Cut the clip. Cut the clip. Off the record. Off the record, probably Connor. He's going to love to know that. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Maybe I'll get him a Christmas present. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, that means I'm getting everyone Christmas presents. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What'd you get me? No, I'm just kidding. I'm I just can't tell you. I can't just, tell you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Or were there any other questions? Those were, like, really the only ones. There's probably were. a lot of, like, the same ones. Mm-hmm. People just want to know. People just want to know. I mean, when they posted that they were hiring someone for Waterboy, like, they got literally so many applications like over a thousand and i, I think in that. that yeah they got so many and i think it was like very overwhelming because it, we don't have the time to sit down and look at resumes and really what they wanted was exactly what you gave them so it's just kind of like a no-brainer and yeah we're so happy this that you're here in Austin. And i'm glad that like i'm glad that Waterboy like yes. made us friends too yeah i feel like that's been like one of the more fun parts too because it's also like if anyone else can, like, relate to it, it's you. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, when I'm t- meeting strangers, <laughs> and then I'm, like, oh, my God, and then this happened to my job, and this and this, and then people are, like, who, what? And I'm, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. So it's been really nice to, like, have somebody else there as well to be able to, like, connect with. And I know that if anything crazy is happening, I can always talk to you. Oh, yeah. I'm <laughs> always all yours. Yes. Here, to, here to vent, <laughs> too. Well, you followed me before, so you know what the, you know what's coming, don't you? What's coming? It's the end of the episode, so it's my time. I have to ask you, what is your idea Mm. of fun on weekdays? Yes. It could be, like, whatever it means to you, or it could also be, like, an idea of something to do. Really, Mm -hmm. whatever you want to close out this episode with. Ooh, the good, juicy question. Actually, I knew this, and then I was like, I should think of something, like, really (laughs) cool. And then I'm like, "Mm, here we are. Um, My idea of fun on weekdays is... You know, I was going to say, like, a specific, like, hobby or thing to do, but I actually have a different answer. Um, I think my idea of fun on weekdays is just using my energy wisely. I think oh. I think my idea of fun on weekdays is making sure at the end of the day I'm converting or not converting. I'm using I'm <laughs> uh, sales numbers. Like what? No. <laughs> You've been spending too much time with Mike. I know this is bad. The analytics are showing. Um no. I think my idea of fun on weekdays is using more energy in a positive way than a negative way because obviously you wake up, you only have so much energy every single day. So mm. I think my idea of fun on weekdays is just using the majority of my energy in a positive or a good way. I love that. A negative one. That was perfect. That was the perfect (laughs) answer. Didn't need to be a specific task or anything. I love that. Yes. Thank you for coming on the podcast, Uh, Kiara. Thanks for having me. I'm (laughs) so... We're like, this is not... Maybe that's our time to crush. Be careful if your white sweater, my makeup might get on it. You know what? It probably already has makeup on it. So So happy to have you on and for more people to know more about you and your story and how you fit into our little family of... I know. Of friends over here in Austin. I know. So follow Kiara on, <laughs> did you change your handle from Water Girl Intern? So I you actually, keeping it. I can't. Because oh, it's okay. It's, it's kind of a brand now. Someone took Kiara the Water Girl. So. No way. Yeah, they did. Just to fuck with you or yeah, what? That's yeah. so annoying. It's, it's okay though. I feel like someone probably would have taken Waterboy Intern Girl. So I yeah. will always remember where I came from. <laughs> I'll always hold on to that. Remember the story. Yes. So, yeah. 
Well, you have two accounts then. So you yeah, have Water so Girl Intern. I have Water Boy Intern Girl. And oh, then intern my girl. regular TikTok name, I was going to change it, but you know what? We're keeping it. It's Kiara Tiara 4. I like it. I used to tell people in middle school tiara so they would pronounce my name correctly okay so i like it honestly it's different it's unique we'll put kiara's handles in the episode (laughs) description as well so if you enjoyed this go and follow her and also yeah maybe you'll find some new friends from this too oh my goodness i've met some of my best friends through social media so love that don't be shy we're going on lots of friend dates around here (laughs) perfect well you guys that's the end of the episode i hope you enjoyed it and i will talk to you next tuesday Bye. <laughs>